Hello, I'm Hamish, and this week we're flying to Bolivia to meet Chloe Tingle, a long-term EWB volunteer who's been breaking taboos in the world of menstrual hygiene. Let's go and meet her. Hi everyone, I'm Chloe. I'm um, an EWB Bristol alumni, and I'm out in Bolivia at the minute working for a charity called Fundacion Sodis. Fundacion Sodis are a water and sanitation charity, um, but they, the project that I've been working on is um, kind of a new project for them um, because a few years ago uh, some researchers from um, Emory University and UNICEF came and, and did some research out here uh, looking at menstrual, menstrual hygiene, menstrual hygiene management, uh, what women were using, um, what taboos there were, how people felt about the subject and they found that it was a really huge taboo subject here. People really don't want to talk about it. Often girls won't even talk to their parents about it, to their mums about it. Um, and so Fundacion Sodis wanted to do a project in this area, but they didn't really know anything about it. So when I came out here, um, I did a lot of research into what's going on in other places around the world. And I decided to split the project into three different parts. Uh, the first part was an education part. Um, I've actually written a book about puberty and what girls can expect when they're growing up, um, solely in Spanish, so that was a bit of a challenge. I've also designed and run uh, several hours of workshops for girls in either a school environment or, or other, other educational environment. Um, and I've actually managed to, to go and do the, some of those workshops with, the, with uh, some girls in the school. The second part of the project is making sure that, because it's all very, um, very well and good teaching girls that this is the proper way to look after your body, this is how to be healthy, how to stay clean, um, but if they haven't got access to water or appropriate facilities for when they're menstruating, such as um, toilets that have a door that lock, have a bin inside, um, somewhere that where they can wash their hands without people seeing that they might have blood on their hands or um, something like this. So that that's the second part is make, is assessing facilities, making sure they're menstruating girl friendly, and the third aspect is actually um, providing reusable menstrual products for girls. So. In a woman's life, she will use 11,000 disposable products, which is absolutely incredible. Um, so obviously that has a huge environmental impact, but at the same time here, one of the major problems with this is um, that disposable products are quite expensive. Um, many um, women and girls in the countryside can't actually afford to use these or they're just not available where they live. They might have to come into the city to buy them. And uh, so many use what um, is referred to here as trapos or basically rags, um, which are often very unhygienic. They're afraid to wash them in, 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 and wash them and dry them in public. So they often end up drying them on top of um, beams or under beds, usually in unhygienic conditions. And so the, using these trapos can often lead to lots of infections. So I've designed um, three different types of reusable um, sanitary pads. 
and um, I've also introduced some of the schoolgirls to uh, to reusable menstrual cups, which are a, a little silicon cup, which you can use for up to 10 years. They're absolutely fantastic. So I've been here for nearly five months now. Um, it's been a really great experience. I've got to run this project myself. Um, so I've been asked to tell you about the biggest challenge I've had to overcome. Uh, so for me, that was that um, everyone at my work, including my boss, we're really, really busy. They've got loads of really great projects going on. Uh, but what that meant was nobody had time to introduce me to the schools which, that I was meant to be working in. And I was developing all of my resources and time kept going on. And from day one, I'd been asking to go and meet with the schools to talk about the subject. Um, my boss said, well, you have to be introduced poco a poco, a little bit at a time because it's such a new, it's a new theme People are uncomfortable about this theme. And so it got to the point where I'd, I'd kind of developed everything and I had to wait nearly a month before I could go into the schools. Um, so it was quite a challenge. Um, I, we, over, we overcame it. I did get to go to the schools eventually, but it did mean I only had one month left before they broke up for their school holidays. Um, so it was a short amount of time to do my workshops in. Uh, and, but in the meantime, I got to improve them and work with some other girls. So, yeah, it worked okay. Um, the most exciting part of the trip for me so far has actually been doing these workshops. Um, the girls have been absolutely amazing. We've mainly been working on kind of self-esteem, improving self-esteem activities, as well as looking at some of the taboos there are in the country and um, looking to see if these have any scientific ba base, which most of them don't. Um, and the best thing was at the end of the uh, of the workshop, some of the girls come up to me, came up to me, and they said, "Chloe, you've actually made a real difference to our life. We're really, we're really going to consider the environmental aspects now. We love the reusable products. We're going to carry on using these." Um, so that was really great. Um, I've also been asked to give you a top tip. Well, um, I just sort of say international development. It's never going to be easy. Things always take a long time, a lot longer than you'll expect. Um, things do not happen overnight. It's a very slow process. Change is a slow process. But you shouldn't let that dishearten you um, because I think any little difference you can make to somebody's life, you know, it makes a big, a big difference to them. Um, so, yeah, international development is great. Uh, just like to say thanks to Hamish for inviting me to do this and I think that's it from me so thank you bye Chloe might say boko y poco but during her short time in Bolivia she's improved the lives of many girls you can find out more about her travels by going to toiletswaterandtravel.wordpress.com this year EWB UK are launching a special Christmas appeal to support people like Chloe and what they do to find out more go to www ewb-bristol.org. Until next time, goodbye.